You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back here on Big Blue View for another training camp update on Tuesday. Today is August 3rd. I am Joe DeLeon, joined by Chris Flum, and we are bringing you more New York Giants training camp content as the preseason is continuing to roll with preseason games just right around the corner. Folks, before we get into today's quick discussion, be sure to hit the subscribe button and also head to BigBlueView.com for fantastic New York Giants coverage throughout all of the Giants preseason. So Chris, today the first headline that we have is a, a funny one. I, I would say is the best way to phrase it because the Giants did all of this shuffling to go and bring in a, a different group of, of names at the running back position. Saquon's probably not going to do much during the preseason. He's probably not going to get on the field a whole lot. We're going to talk a little bit of an update that we got from Joe Judge that doesn't really tell us much, but we know what it means in terms of progress. The headline I'm referring to, though, is the Giants making another addition at the running back position, this time adding a familiar face. Running back Alfred Morris is the guy that they're adding. And the reason why I say this is funny is because Alfred Morris is, you know, a, a guy who last year unexpectedly is on the practice squad, steps up and is on the team um, and steps into a role that many didn't really expect him to because Devonta Freeman gets hurt and it ends up being more productive than I think any of us would have foresaw happening. And here he is again, continuing to defy age as he is uh, at, you know, over the age of 30 at 32 years old. And last season, referring to the stats, that he had 238 yards and a touchdown, and he averaged six point. Uh, oh no, sorry, uh, I misread that. Four point three yards per attempt. So he was able to have some decent statistics last year, Chris. And here he is back with the Giants. Yeah, I'm not sure anyone really saw that coming because the Giants they added three running backs this offseason already. They added Devonta Booker. They added Corey, Corey Clement. And they added Gary Brightwell in the draft. So it really looked like they had entirely intended to move on from Wayne Gallman and Alfred Morris. You know, the two guys who combined really were their offense in the second half of last year. And, you know, all of a sudden, just, you know, look who's back. It's a 32-year-old Alfred Morris. And, you know, I think his production last year was surprising to many. Uh, I think it was kind of surprising to us because he just did not look fast at all last year. It, 
almost looked like he outslowed the defense at times. But when the Giants brought their zone blocking scheme unit onto the field, he was productive. When he was able to get to the outside, his uh, vision, contact balance were enough to get pretty consistent positive yardage. And the Giants really seemed to like going to him when they got into the red zone. That's when it really seemed like they took Gallman off the field and put Morris on. So it'll be interesting to see how they use him. Yeah, and I almost think here with all the guys that they've brought in throughout the offseason, we, we talked a lot about how Devontae Booker and Corey Clement make the most sense to be the, the three deep at the running back position. But hell, Chris, I, I have this weird inkling of a feeling that Alfred Morris will find a way to make this Giants roster or at least be on the outside and ready to be signed in the event that something does happen because of that strange circumstance of how well he played when they asked him to step in. Now, we know that Alfred Morris does not move at the same speed that he used to. He is very, very slow. He's a little bit more lumbering, but he still outplayed what I think many of us expected him to do. That yards per attempt number I referenced, 4.3, was one of the best of his career, which is a bit odd to say at 32 years old. So uh, there's a pretty good chance that he, he finds his way, maybe not on the roster, but just as a, a guy who gets signed, if, if somebody goes down because they need somebody who they know is reliable and is just going to get the job done as a third running back or even a second running back if there are some injuries in the rotation. Yeah, I, I wouldn't bet against that at all. Uh, Barkley will, whenever he is finally healthy, that will he will certainly be the number one running back. Devonta Booker will almost certainly be the number two running back. But then after that, there's a lot of questions. The Giants have a bunch of running backs on their roster right now. They've got Clement. They've got uh, Brightwell. They've got Mike Weber, Sandro Platt-Scummer, uh, now Alfred Morris. You know, I could see them maybe giving Elijah Penny some carries. So they've got a pretty tough battle for that third running back spot. And you know, will it be just... A, you know the, the top two guys and a fullback will they have three running backs and a fullback I, I assume they're going to carry a fullback so Elijah Penny's job is probably pretty safe but you know it it will be very interesting to see what goes on in practices and when we when we get to preseason and speaking of the running back position it, it's worth noting uh, you know that we, we should provide some sort of an update on how Saquon is doing and, and we're getting a little bit from the coaching staff and Joe Judge on how things are looking and basically what we get is what we should expect at this point which is he's making progress so one of the things that Joe Judge and, and you can catch the full quote um, you know within one of his I don't, I'm not sure if we have an article up on it yet but we you should be able to catch what he said completely but the gist of what he said is they're matching the intensity of what they're doing on the practice field with his rehab. So they're busting you know, him through a lot of difficult stuff. So he's in shape and ready to go. That essentially just means that he's able to use his knee no problem. They're just being cautious. They're not going to let him go out there and get hit, but they're just getting him conditioned and ready to go for when the season starts. So that means he's on a really good track. The funny part of one of the quotes that I noticed, Chris, here is he says, uh, when asked uh, about where he's at, he, he Joe Judge says, I couldn't give you an answer on that. That's not being coy right there. And the, as, as much as Joe Judge tries to say, I'm not being coy in how far along Saquon is, he probably is. They know where he's at. 
they're not going to give that information away. I can't say that with certainty, but I'd be willing to bet that they have some sort of an idea where Saquon is, and they don't want to give that information away to the Denver Broncos and some of these early teams that they're facing on their schedule. Oh, of course. You know, coach speak is really the art of giving reporters as many words as possible while saying as little as possible. And it's something Joe Judge is pretty good at. You know, he talks about how he knows where Saquon's spirit is. He knows where his work ethic is. And he's making progress, but you know, I don't really know what's going on with him. You know, the doctors know more about that than I do. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting minute by minute updates, Joe. We <laughs> we know this. You you know exactly where Saquon's knee is. And right now, the Giants are really in the process of strengthening the joint backup. They want to make sure Saquon is in shape, you know, cardiovascularly. They want to make sure he's got his strength and everything. They also want to make sure the structures surrounding the knee are really strong enough to hold up to A, just getting through an NFL game, and B, all the various forces that Saquon is going to put on that knee. You know, he is just explosively powerful. So, his knee has to be strong enough to take that. And right now, it really behooves them to go slow so he doesn't suffer a setback. And just to peek behind the curtain a little bit, it's obviously different at the NFL level, but there are certainly parallels in how coaches handle things in college and at the NFL or any professional league, that is. But when I was playing and in periods of time where I was dealing with with nagging injuries, whether they were light or serious, and I was in the training room before practice or after practice, there were always obviously other guys that had more complicated rehabs than I was that were in there every single day, that were there for longer periods of time, guys that came off of surgery, even during the offseason. And every single morning, even when practice started at 7 o'clock and the first uh group to go into the training room was at five in the morning or five thirty in the morning or even six my head coach would come in and talk to the trainer and get updates on all of the guys that he knew that were important for the week so the big name guys the guys that were going to be getting on the field even guys that were rotational players or even backups that he needed out there for practice they're going in and they're getting updates so I would say that this is a positive sign if they're trying to act coy and that they're not giving anything away. It's their their way of saying, we're not sure what happens with Saquon. He maybe only get 10 10 touches against the Broncos. I think if you're not giving anything away, that usually indicates, yes, he's far along, he's on schedule, he'll be ready to go week one or week two. Yeah, and it would be an absolute mistake by the Denver Broncos to assume anything other than than the fact that Saquon will be there, he will be healthy, and he will be getting a significant workload. Even if the plan really is only to give him 10, 15 touches and ease him back, they're going to be planning like he's going to be out there every snap. Exactly. So we've got two other signings that are are of uh, pretty good note considering the Giants' needs at these two specific positions. We're going to get to that, though, soon after a very short commercial break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Chris, we were talking about how the Giants made all these moves at the running back position, but the continued moves for depth at offensive line is now continuing to come full circle. Joe Looney, veteran offensive lineman, previously with the Cowboys, also started his career with the San Francisco 49ers, also spent some time with the Tennessee Titans. He has played in 104 games in his career and also had a really strong stretch with the Dallas Cowboys. He is now at the age of 30, recently signed over the past couple days to the New York Giants roster. And, you know, this is another move, Chris, that they're trying to add some competition for some of these backups. A guy like Joe Looney at the age of 30, not the same player that he used to be, but still going to be highly competitive for a number of these guys that are younger, that are playing in depth spots. Heck, even for the starting roles with Shane Lemieux going down with an injury that might derail some of his progress. So Joe Looney, big veteran name that is added to this group. Yeah, the, this signing was really almost a no-brainer. L- last year, I had kind of circled Joe Looney's name as a guy to watch. You know, Just in case he loses out on the numbers game on that Dallas offensive line, I would have completely expected the Giants to put in a waiver claim on him. Yeah, he is well known to Jason Garrett. He knows the blocking scheme. He knows the offense. He knows the language. It absolutely makes sense to bring him aboard now that he is available. And it, I think, makes sense to add depth and competition at that center spot. You know, even if Nick Gates is their best option at center, their best option as a whole could be to let Looney or Jonathan Harrison, who was just activated off of the pup list, you know, have a legitimate shot to impress at center, which would give them the flexibility to move Nick Gates over to one of the guard positions if necessary. You know, you talked about the injury to Shane Lemieux. Uh, that could be a motivating factor. Their, their best alignment as a whole for the offensive line could be to have one of these guys step in at center and yeah by which I mean Looney or Harrison and then move Nick Gates who played guard very well when his first year with the Giants when Kevin Zeitler got injured and maybe let him play right guard and have Will Hernandez move back over to his natural left guard position or let Nick Gates move over to left guard and have Looney or Harrison play center yeah I'm not saying one of these things should happen, but just having the options available could give the Giants more options to shore up their offensive line if that is an issue and gives them a lot more options if depth all of a sudden becomes an issue. And Looney is just going to be a guy that I think the primary purpose here is for competition sake. You lose Shane Lemieux as we reference to an injury and the timetable is a little bit up in the air on how quickly he can possibly come back. And heck, I would argue a regressing Joe Looney, Chris, is probably better if you can plug him in the inside than Shane Lemieux. Those are just my thoughts. Uh, you know, we've seen some pretty consistent play from Looney, and I know that we've had the previous glimpse of what it's like to have a former Cowboys lineman plugged into the lineup with Cam Fleming. So we kind of have a sense what that might be like. I I think Looney could be a good option if they're not really feeling Shane Lemieux or any of these other guys like Kyle Murphy um, that are in competition to possibly play at guard. 
Yeah, definitely. And really, at this point, the more options you have, the more guys who can do more things, the better. You know, there are a lot of questions about the Giants' offensive line right now, and that's something you kind of has to give you at least a little bit of pause as we, you know, march toward the preseason and Week One. And just to tie up one other loose end, we got an update from Mike Florio that the Giants have actually already met with free agent center Austin Raider, uh, formerly of the Kansas City Chiefs. And basically, the Looney signing happened after the meeting, and that basically closes the door on Reader signing with the Giants, at least for the time being. Last headline that we want to hit on, another signing with some guys shuffling in and out of the available list of guys practicing at the linebacker spot. The Giants add veteran linebacker Todd Davis, the 29-year-old who spent time with a number of different teams, specifically the New Orleans Saints, the Denver Broncos for five seasons, and then most recently was with the Minnesota Vikings coming out of Sacramento State. He has started or participated in rather 96 career games. And then in terms of his total tackle numbers, he has 505 total tackles to go along with 23 tackles for loss. So pretty productive, has seen a lot of snaps, has been on the field a ton. A guy that could work his way into a roster spot just sheerly based on the fact that this dude is an experienced veteran, which the Giants don't really have a whole lot of at the interior linebacker position. Yeah, and he doesn't make a whole lot of plays behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he's I believe he's got three sacks. You talked about his tackles for a loss. But he does get a lot of tackles. And even if that is at the second level, yeah, the Giants' defensive scheme is good at funneling ball carriers or short passes to those inside linebackers. So having a guy who can be a reliable tackler, who can move in the open field, uh, I believe he Davis is not a real liability in coverage. He's you know not as good as uh, some of the other linebackers the Broncos have had in there, you know, covering the middle of the field. But if they can have a guy who can be a pretty reliable depth player who can make tackles when tackles are there to be made and give them at least some upside in coverage, that's a solid addition. Yeah, solid add as they're currently having a couple guys shuffle in and out at the linebacker position. And we talked about some of the concerns for the Giants not really having a lot of veterans, not really having a lot of guys that they can point to for um success and talent at the linebacker position. And I'm not saying Todd Davis is a, is a highly talented guy, but he's somebody who's been out there. He's been on the field a ton and he's played in a lot of NFL games, even though it hasn't been necessarily in primarily a starting role and he hasn't been playing at a, a pro bowl level. He's still a good quality player for a team right now that just needs some veterans out there. They need somebody that is going to play alongside Blake Martinez, and I think somebody like Todd Davis at least provides really good competition. That's what's going to continue to happen, I think, Chris, throughout training camp that we'll provide more and more updates on. It's just veteran guys that have played in 50 or more games over their careers that are just added competition for positions that need need guys to be motivated. They might not necessarily bring in a guy that's going to come in and start, but they're probably going to bring in guys that are going to really push the younger guys ahead of them. 
So that it's, it fits along the lines of that Looney signing and then now the Todd Davis signing. Yeah, and that's what the Giants do. They like to tinker with the back end of their roster. They like to find guys who can you know, maybe not take a starting job because you're not going to find stars out there on the street at this time of year. But what you can find are role players, guys who are good depth players. You know, you probably aren't going to wince if they have to run out onto the field suddenly. And guys who can really help their unit function through practice, through the preseason. And right now, that's a fine ad to make. Well, folks, that is going to be it for today's episode. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date on everything you need to know about Giants training camp, as well as heading to BigBlueView.com. Follow us on social media at BigBlueView on Twitter and Instagram. Talk to you soon, folks. Enjoy the rest of your week. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on Home on? <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.